0: You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: Hey, guys, you're listening to the You Up podcast. Uh, I'm Nikki Glazer. This is the podcast version of the Sirius show You Up with Nikki Glazer, that you can listen to every single morning, Monday through Thursday. So not every single morning, but close enough on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM channel 95. We are live every single morning from 10 to noon eastern that's 7 to 9 pacific uh, i'm joined today for the podcast by tom Takar and he in finance oh I like shit the sorry way tom you squirt. I like the way you squirt. <laughs> Man, that was so good. I'm so sorry I talked oh, over I it. Care. I don't know why. I, I didn't. I wasn't even... playing
2: it. We didn't talk about it. I didn't plan I on like doing it. I don't usually
1: do it on this. I <laughs> it, <did> it. <laughs> Oh, that's such a good song. How great were those two double albums? Like that, <laughs> oh, my um... God.
2: I was listening to some of that yesterday. They're so good. Andre 3000 is one of the most talented people I think there has ever been. He's so good!
1: Wow, I really. Yeah. I think what, he's why incredible. hasn't he done much since um since that album that I know of?
2: He has a track on uh, on uh, Frank Ocean's most recent full. Oh album yeah, that
1: was great. That, that was. Great. I think
2: explains a lot. It's because he's so original that when he puts shit out, it takes him longer than other people. I, I mm. truly believe that because he doesn't have people writing for him, like he's just an original dude. I don't know,
1: but I mean the love below and um, what's Speaker the other box. album? Speaker box. <laughs> but he's done
2: like features. That was
1: 2003, man. I mean, yeah, like, that's where's a good Where's the point. next album? I want Maybe another. Maybe he's album. done. I think he's done. Maybe. I respect someone who's done. I really do. Someone the other day, I was talking about how Kimmel might leave eventually. I don't know. So I was said that, and someone goes, Wait, Why? Why would he leave?" And I go, "Because." Isn't there a point where you've made enough money and you want to just enjoy your life right. and your family? Like, Kimmel could leave and, like, retire and live a great, rich life the rest of his... Like, he has enough yeah. money to do and that. and
2: you But we retire, always need more. Yeah, or you live long enough to be the villain, you know?
1: Like, yeah, but it's like, at what point like do you just Kimmel. get rich enough and you can just go, I can... The, the, our greed is so... Con- I people think just don't even understand why you would ever stop I have a, I, I have an
2: alternate theory that I think people need motivation to... That people are fulfilled by their work, and then they work. die as soon as they stop working sometimes.
1: Well, you look at Eddie Murphy, and like, you watch his specials or whatever, and you're like, how did he step away from stand-up? And it's like, oh... I, but you just start making millions doing movies, and you don't need that anymore. Like there's some, I hope to one day be successful enough that I don't need to. I can enjoy my life and not work. Like doing a talk show until you're just old enough that people ask you to leave, doesn't seem <laughs> as appealing as stepping away <laughs> right. from it um, on your own you time.
2: Leave. That does. That's a bunch. But literally, like that's fade away. Yep.
1: Like whenever I've gotten shows in the past where I got TV shows and people are like, congrats on your show. I go, it's going to be canceled. And people go, oh,
3: why would you say
1: that? I'm like, because no one ever leaves anything on their own volition in this goddamn town. No one just goes, I've had enough and that's good. You always get kicked out because it's never enough for us. And it's never enough today, because I don't know if that's a good transition to anything that we're about to talk about. <laughs> well,
2: I, should, but, I interrupted uh, your introduction of Ian, who is also here. Oh, oh yeah. Ian
1: Fidance is here, everyone. Hi, e- everyone. Ian Finance. Um, right. I've been calling you E recently. I, does anyone else in your life call you that?
4: Yeah, from time to time. People call me E. E-money. e, money.
1: e- I mm-hmm. like it. E-trade? It felt right. Yeah, go for Andrew it. Andrew was thrown off the other day when I called you E because he thought I was doing like an entourage reference. It does sound that's like that. He, <laughs> that's, a... that's all he thinks in.
2: I think that that's his dream he is to be one of the friends with entourage. the entourage guys. Like he thinks they're real people. <laughs> he, he I think that there was a point in
1: his life that that was his goal and now yeah. he doesn't even know how to like what his goals are because right. it's been taken from him. You <laughs> I, know? Like,
2: I could was at it? least be like Turtle. Yeah, wasn't Turtle <laughs> Yeah,
4: one-man
1: Turtle was at his that's one-man right, show. And it, oh, my right. God. He's yeah. the turtle of my life, not a, the character. He's literally like a fox turtle that I keep in a Tupperware container. And uh, who's going to outlive us all despite the fact that he d- lives a sad existence? Um, that got too real at then and felt a little mean. But uh, Andrew's texting me right now about some dates that I might give him. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be there anyway. So, like, if it doesn't work out, maybe I'll just hang out there a couple days. I'm like... So do you want the gig or not? Like, stop. I haven't even said I can't give it to you, but you're already making it okay to not have it. Thus, I want to take it from you and just make you hang out in town and go to <laughs> lunch with me. He goes, we could just go to lunch and I could shoot some content. And I'm like, you, do you want this gig? Don't give it away before I've given, not given it to you, you give idiot. Given, not given. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, he's just like, but I could just hang out. I'm like, you're not going to hang out in that town just to, like, be, do guest sets. Um... But anyway, first up on the podcast today, I talk about my experience on the Joe Rogan experience. I taped his podcast uh, just yesterday, and it was three hours of um, just great conversation, about 20 minutes of me desperately having to pee at the end, but that actually inspired me to get really weird. I It got really, like, it got wild at the end. I just was, like, kind of losing my mind because I had to pee so bad. But anyway, a lot of people ask, like, how did you get that? how How did you get to be on the Joe Rogan podcast? And it it was a it was a struggle for me to get on, and I had to kind of strategize and I wanted to let you guys in on how I how I got that podcast and how you can also get things that you want in your life. and maybe it'll help you um, do that. So listen up. I wanted to get this in. And if you listen to the episode at the very end, I said, I I said, thank you for having me because I literally approached him backstage. I've been wanting to do his podcast forever. I've had fans of both his podcast and mine be like, please, when are you going to do his? And I'm like, it's not, there's no, from what I could understand, there's no booker for the Joe Rogan experience. It's just, you know, he has to kind of be aware of you and then ask you. And he he had brought me on stage before at the Comedy Store. I knew he was aware of me. I talked to him in passing backstage but I was like, I just am too scared to ask him. I just want it to be ready. I know I would be great on it, and I know that I'm a commodity, that he should be in the Nikki Glazer business. Like, I would bring something to the show. I'm not like, please, yeah. sir, take pity upon me. Like I'm, <laughs> I, have, I have something to offer him as well, which is always what I look for when I'm asking for something. It's like a thing I learned in Dale Carnegie's book when I read it in high school, the easy way to um, win. Not the easy way, sorry, I'm confusing it with the book that got me to quit drinking. <laughs> How to Win Friends and Influence People. Right. It's, um, when you ask for something of someone, you try to think of a reason why they're going to benefit from it as well. Mm-hmm. Like, present them. So if you're like, hey, can I borrow your car to the airport? Um, you know, you can say th- the worst version of this would be like, you know, it's bad if your car isn't driven every day. I could take it for a <laughs> spin. Like, it's like that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like, yeah, That's the worst version. That's a better so version funny. is I'll fill it up. I'll fill up your tank. Right. That's yeah. a better version. Like, yeah. make sure there's some incentive for them. Um... Or, uh, so for him, I was just, I knew that I, I knew I'd be good radio. I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, oh, I'm good on podcasts, so there's some value in that. But I also wanted, I don't know, I just needed the right setting to ask him. So one night I was at the Comedy Store, a couple months ago, and maybe less than, and I ran into him and we were backstage, just uh, someone, we were in like a th- conversation with one other person and then that person kind of drifted away. And I was just like, I'm just going to do it. It was like jumping in a pool. I always relate things to swim practice when I used to go early in the summer when I was little, and it would be so freezing in the cold pool. Like, you just literally, you know, that's not an original analogy, but it really does. It's the same thing of, like, you just got to do it. Just jump mm-hmm. in. And instead of, like, t- dipping your toe in and being like, I um, could I maybe reach out to your producer? I was just like, hey, can I do your show? Um, I think I'd be great on it, and I really... um. I think you're— You know, like, I I, I just yeah. asked him, and I was really scared because I've heard stories where even Mo Mandel yesterday was like, oh, I asked him once, and it was really embarrassing. He said no in front of a lot of people, and I shouldn't have done that. And Damn. It was oh, humiliating. Wow. It was years ago, but he was like— I think he said that Joe literally was like, why would you ask me that? Like, no, I don't even know who you are. And, like, was kind of like, yeah. no. But Mo can be— Mo is very, like, I want that thing, and I'm going to I'm gonna ask for it. Right. And a lot of times he gets things from doing that. But I— um, And Joe— was like yeah, let me take your number. So Joe like took my number, and I was like, there's no way he's actually gonna text me and follow up. Like this is just a pleasantry. And he did that night. He goes, I'd love to have you on. Here are the dates, and then we set a date. And but I just wanted to re- reiterate that that's how I got that. So if you're someone listening, being like, how how do you get these things? Because I think that's a question that gets asked a lot of time in this business. Is how do you get that? And it's you ask for it. And people are so scared, especially comedians that I've met, to ask for things. But if you're good and you believe in yourself, you're offering that person something by asking if you can do their show, if asking Mm -hmm. if you can do their podcast. So if you have value in yourself, it shouldn't feel bad to ask for something. But, you know, wait till you have that value. Um, For instance, I'll tell one more story about why this works and why you have to be a squeaky wheel. Like you have to like you have to ask for things in this business because people don't think to ask you. People are fine with the way things are. Unless you're a big name, people aren't going to seek you out and ask you. Yeah. So if you're somewhere in the middle, you got to push yourself and, and and do uncomfortable things and, and, and sometimes get a no. Like Mo Mandel gets told no, but there are times where he gets a yes because he catches a guy in a good mood when he's asking before he's ready to be asking or whatever. <laughs> but yesterday, Carlyle, we were driving around, Carlyle's an actress and she's been driving me around Um, she's like assisting me this week. Um, she assisted me during dancing with the stars and now she's being my assistant now and I don't have a license. So she drives me around and gets me kombuchas and all that stuff. And, and it's just a fun hang. But yesterday she was a little bit like, Hey, um, so that AP bio thing. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she was like, Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew you didn't see it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she had asked me, because she knows that I know the guy at AP Bio who's the producer of it, Mike O'Brien, who created the show and um, writes the show and is brilliant. I was on AP Bio. I got on AP Bio because I'm friends with Mike O'Brien, and he thought of me for a role. I didn't ask for it. He just thought of me. That was one of those instances. Oh, because I auditioned for another role and got really close on it, and he was like, no, we'll put you on in another way, and he stood by his word, and he put me on. But Carlisle um, saw that there was a a casting for one of the parts on – AP bio, like a a recurring role that she was like, I'd be perfect for this. But, you know, Carlyle doesn't have the agents and managers that can get you an NBC show audition Mm -hmm. or, you know, she might not have the resume that can get her that, that her agents can use to get her that. So she asked me, is there any way that you have an in with this guy? I don't really know your relationship. And I got the text while Andrew and I were like live Instagramming. So I just saw it come up and flicked it away, you know, and never got back to it. Not because of any reason, but I just didn't. And then she followed up when we were in the car, and she goes, "I know you didn't see it," and I was like, "Um, I didn't." And she goes, "Um," and I read it, and I go, "Yeah, I'll, I was in a mood." Whereas, like, sometimes you would catch me in a mood where I'm like, "No, I don't want to ask my friend for that. Yeah. I don't really talk to this guy all that much. Reaching out for a favor for my friend who I don't even know will do good on this edition. I assume you will because I've seen you're real and you're good. But like, but I was just like, yeah." I'm in the mood to do it. I'm going to Joe Rogan. Let me like help out a friend. Texted him. Boom. She gets an audition for a recurring wow. role on an NBC sitcom because I just went to this guy, but that's but that took her having to like swallow her pride a little bit and yeah. ask. Mm. And I just I implore you in your life or whoever you are out there to if you want something, take the risk and ask for it. If you think you'll do a good job at it because and I had this discussion with you, Ian, the other yeah. day. We had the same thing. Ian was drilling holes in my wall that didn't need to be there. And, um, (laughs) no, Ian hung up a lot of stuff for me the other day at my apartment and, like, got it done in such record time. And I can't wait to go back to my apartment because now I have all these hooks to, like, hang things where I've just been throwing them on tables. You know, when, like, a simple thing like that, and you, like, my whole I room give, is like this, this right
2: now. I got five I mean, fucking things just sitting in my room. Hey, yeah, Ian, what are you doing? you just need to go, go to Chicago. <laughs> honestly. You some, you no, some I should do it. Huh? I feel like an it's,
1: asshole. It's it's asshole. So <laughs> <laughs> Call me to to do, Captain It's so easy to do, and it really Hook. changes your life. I but I know, uh, isn't it so easy to just not put up a thing on the wall? Just just
2: live like that. What's that? Do you have Spider-Man? Yes, I do. I'll come over and hang shit and fucking play
4: Spider-Man. Is Tim there? Tim's there, yeah. That'd be so yeah, fun. Did, day.
1: did you return my drill? Yes. Or can you go b- borrow that drill from? Do you, is there a way to get a drill? Again? You can
2: also just come hang. You don't have to work. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> Please, sir. Uh, can That's I? I <laughs> you-
1: but why not use a great handyman? Oh yeah, yeah. I dude, yeah. I enjoy doing that. You enjoy mine, yeah. And then I'm fucking hanging. He loves it. Me. He loves. He gets to put on a little tool belt, a little <laughs> yeah. gay tool belt. <laughs> yeah, he gets to yeah, prance yeah. around yeah. in with his jean shorts. Short, he loves shorts. it. Well, <laughs> I love the friends that we have on the show. When we do have celebrities in, I'm like, I don't even need them. I just want to have my friends in. It's just yeah. so much easier. But it is fun to have a good celebrity drop in for sure. Um, which we didn't have on this next clip. We uh, we had Andrew <laughs> Colin. Uh, and Anya Marina Anya Marina I guess is a celebrity You're going to hear a song from Anya Marina That I really recommend you so listen good. to the whole thing It's so beautiful She makes it's our theme great... song
2: uh, for the yeah. regular show And you're going to love her music We love her Oh yes. my god she's amazing And if
1: you're in New York City October 14th. I have it in my calendar here November 14th. November. She is at the uh, City Vineyard. Yes. So go check out that. Um, go see her live uh, November 14th. Anya Marina. This is us talking about how Andrew Collin had a, um, an episode uh, the previous weekend when we all went on a night on the town. Andrew's anxiety took us for a ride we didn't expect. <laughs> you are. So we get into we get into our seats. What is going through your head as we're getting seated, Andrew? Because uh, I, I had a little bit of a concern for you leading up to this. I'm not gonna lie.
5: I'm an a I'm an aisle guy. You know, I like right. an aisle. I like being able to leave. If I have to leave, I let don't Let me like...
1: remind you that he purchased the tickets and got to pick out where we sat. I'm an but aisle guy. Let me
5: yeah. remind you there was only like thirty tickets left. So there was no and there were no choices. They were like right. you have this window oh, and I they see. give you the tickets right. later. Okay. Okay. So if I had a choice, I would have picked. Because you I, bought okay. off,
2: you bought off like a third party thing. Yeah, I'll stop her. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
5: So, but we are going right in the middle of an aisle, mm-hmm. and you go to me. You go, what did you say to me? You said something about if you are feeling bad, let said, me know.
1: I said. I go. Are what are you feeling right now? Because I could just sense. Was
5: it just cramped seats?
2: There were, we're talking- cramped seats. So the lady next to me how was he very gets big.
1: With like. I just I know that he gets anxiety when he's in has to sit in an, in a row yeah. and doesn't have a way out and especially since he just ran and when he does run he gets he thinks he's dying when he's running every time yes like he gets he gets anxiety <laughs> after a run like he doesn't feel good about himself he just like huh. starts thinking he's dying yeah is your not heart
5: good. is like elevated um I don't know I mean like it's more the next day but yeah I just huh. I don't feel well after yeah but so, so I'm sweaty. Yeah, I'm in the middle. Mm-hmm. You tell me not to freak so out, I which said, may reverse psychology. Me make me kind of actually oh, freak I, out. I don't know what to say. Yeah,
2: freaking out. Well, I don't know what to say
1: because I well
5: because you were trying to be a good friend. And I said, oh, yeah,
1: if you if you have an issue, I'll just pretend it's my issue and you can follow me which out like so you're nice. helping me. Uh-huh. So I'll take on like the embarrassment of being the that's one so nice. that's causing. Yeah, and I would have. I just didn't know <laughs> what because then because then I, I think everything's fine. Yeah. When did you know things weren't
5: fine? right away? Like the literally oh. the f- so so dear me? Evan Hansen right is I don't know if you know what the play is. I, yeah, I don't really it's know it's about it. a boy in high school who deals with panic and anxiety oh wow and, and he's an introvert he can't leave his house he doesn't talk to people and yeah. he's the literally the first line is I get sweaty hands and oh, I yeah. can't and is I don't mus- know what to a do and I get sweaty yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know if he was singing this part I don't know why I'm making it a song yeah <laughs> but then he's like when I think about my sweaty hands. I get sweaty hands, and then when I'm not, so, and all it is right. is about panic. And I'm yeah. like, I get that. Yeah, you know, yeah I have yeah. a sweaty forehead right now because I just ran, but then I'm like, is the sweat. I also drank in a double espresso like two hours before but that. What's going gotcha. through your
1: head? Like, what? I want to just understand, like, what is happening to you? What do you think is going to happen? And this
5: is before or during. This is like right when The it
1: show starts. just started. Okay,
5: yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to find um, a comfortable. So I had a pain in my neck and, and going down my arm. I don't know who it's about, but, but and then I'm Did like, "Do you uh, think
1: I'm having a heart attack? Is that what you think?"
5: So there's a few things. Uh, one, sometimes it's a heart attack if I have a heartburn, and I'll like, and then I'll try to breathe. I'll try to burp out the heartburn, so oh, then yeah, I, I can, uh, so I can eliminate. You heard him burping. So I, I, I what? So I burp out,
1: guys. It gets gnarly. I burp out. Oh my god.
5: I burp out the heartburn. <laughs> okay. So I can eliminate the heart attack, but then when I breathe so much about trying to burp Mm -hmm. it makes the heartburn worse which then makes me spiral and that's when i start thinking oh it's a heart attack and then i can't control my brain and then so i try to like i wish i had
1: that reaction
5: what's that Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I really do.
1: Look, I wish it yeah. wasn't like, why are you infuriated? Were you guys I'm not f- how are you guys here? I just sitting am like, here, it's not way. logical. And you're I know that an- anxiety isn't but logical. But my brain
5: right. isn't logical at that right. point. I literally That's can't. Tough. So I'm like trying to find the perfect sitting in this little chair where my neck doesn't yeah, hurt. Yeah. And then I'm like tilting my neck different. I'm, you're telling me to breathe. At one point, I finally said something to you. Yeah, you said
1: because he's he's moving a lot, and this is we're probably like ten or (laughs) fifteen minutes into the show, and he's like, and he goes, "I'm not doing, I'm not, I'm, I'm freaking out or something like." You said something like that, and I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, I'm not doing well," Uh, and I was like, "Okay, what do I do in this? Because I don't know what to do because telling him to, I know that telling him don't calm, just calm down doesn't help, but like." I'm trying to think what would I want to hear if I was in this, and so I was just like, I think I told you like do uh, a mantra. Hold. Yeah, I said breathe. I said say a mantra. Close your eyes because I had an ex- I had the closest thing to this I had was when I smoked pot with Anthony, um, Jesselnick after a roast battle taping and yeah. had like a fucking panic attack. Like uh-huh. was like how am I going to leave? I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to die right here. Mm-hmm. Oh and I God. just started meditating and I literally got out of it within 20 minutes. Like I was able to go from being like I need mm-hmm. to go to the hospital to like I'm fine. I'm just going to go. Yeah, yeah.
5: And- my thing is I don't meditate a lot. So then when you're like just breathe and then I'll overthink mm-hmm. the. Breath, like I'm breathing. Now there's air in my mouth. I, I, I know, I know, but but that's what I'm saying. But in but my mind, that's all I hear. For me,
1: next time I tell you, because I just go, just say a mantra over and over in your head. Close your eyes and say, just say it. That's yeah. all that you had to. Do. And not that that would have like cured it, but like I, the breathing thing. I was telling you to take deep breaths because like, that slows down your heart rate because mm-hmm. I could tell your heart rate. W- I didn't know what to say and we're talking during a show and I knew Anya was like, these motherfuckers are talking during the show? Because yeah. she gets annoyed if I look at my phone if we go to a movie. like uh, She I- won't go to movies with me because she's like, babe, will you not look at your phone? And I realize, like that's why she doesn't go to movies with me. Because she-
3: Because Niggy's texting. I looked yeah. at- I look, I uh, Niggy's photoshopping. I kept looking yeah, at Anya literally.
5: and Anya's like, <clears throat> Hmm, like, like she's. Still, she yeah, has not moved. Yeah, I could tell that moved. she was like, I,
3: d- I wasn't annoyed, I just thought that I was no. missing a joke or something no, no, when no, it was no, not. not like, that yeah, you're yeah.
5: annoyed, no, yeah. how calm you are watching a play, like <laughs> yeah. you don't move at all, like you're not That's even. That's me
3: all the time. <laughs> I was so
5: jealous, and so I try not to focus on the play because the play ends up giving me anxiety watching yeah. this kid We have should anxiety. also say
3: that this play has tons of screens, it's very About flashy, suicide. it's all, yeah, it's like an- His it's friend anxiety kills himself.
2: A lot Happening, So it's not like a funny play.
5: No,
3: it there, is. It is, it is, but it's just oh, like okay. texting, tweeting, blah, blah. blah. it's see. like overstimulating. So the kid
5: yeah. is getting. It could have been worse. But the kid yeah. through the suicide is becoming more confident, and while he's getting more confident, I'm falling apart. Falling <laughs> oh,
1: apart. Wow. Like it's not getting better for him. Like he's what? How is it showing? Scene. Yeah. He. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to describe it, but it was a lot of. Um, just shifting, <laughs> trying to get more and more comfortable. Yeah.
2: burping like Robert Durst. <laughs> so, yes, Robert Durst. It is exactly oh. right. like Robert Durst.
1: It was exactly like that. There
3: he starts was like, to admitting
2: to killing people.
3: <laughs> like, you killed, killed them all, all of course. Oh, all
2: the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> They're dead. Whoa. That was wild. That was, that was terrifying good. and good.
1: We got to get, get that oh, as an isolate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was just making um, noises, a lot yeah. of noises, and like shifting a lot. And yeah. And yeah. so I was just, I didn't know what was going to happen because I didn't know when to pull the ripcord and be like, do you want me to go? Like, should we yeah. go? And then I kept getting, and I was like, oh, the break's going to come soon. He can make it through. He's not going to, I just kept being, because I was panicking because I'm like, well, he's no. not going to die.
4: <laughs> right. Because these
1: things aren't irrational. He's literally not going to die. He's not having an actual physical <laughs> yeah. episode right now. It's like
2: a mental. So mental
5: What's, the, I to- what's to- annoying about anxiety too is it'll go away and then. It's kind of like when you're hungover or whatever. Or like, so we'll go away and you're like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm actually fine. And then it hits you again, like and mm-hmm. It's like, motherfucker, just go. And yeah. then you get mad at it, but you got to accept it. But it's very hard to accept it when you're stuck in the sure, chair. Sure,
3: sure.
1: So, yeah. yeah.
5: What's funny, too, is like Ari, my buddy that told me about the play, he's like, you know, I cried at the end of. On the f- the last song in the first act, I cried in. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "What song is it?" I'm like <laughs> waiting for the emotional song because you yeah. want to know when it wants the intermission. Yeah. I'm like, uh-huh. so by like oh. song oh. story, I'm like, I feel pretty sad. It <laughs> yeah. is it? You're just crying the entire so, time. So, I'm, I'm just counting. I'm for counting each song. Uh-huh. Like oh. I'm like, oh, this is sad. This is and then I found you. I was like, no, this is it. Finally, I was like, yes. And then I didn't. I didn't want to say it because I think I could have stuck it out through the second half. I would but,
1: never have wanted to try that.
5: Yeah. Cause so you guys, because it, cause it me, wasn't so. enjoyable
1: for me to sit next yeah. to someone having a panic attack at a show. Like it just isn't. Yeah. It, yeah. That's it's just the way it is. It's sure. Like, I love Andrew. I love going, to, yeah, doing activities with Andrew. But but
2: you're not going to be able to focus. on show. I did a show. not want him to you're go gonna,
1: watch the second half of yeah. the show. Because like, you would have
2: been. Because we thought we were fine him. going in,
1: and yeah. he was immediately fine during intermission. So it's like, okay, this can come and go. Like we yeah. don't know. Sure. And he doesn't have a grasp of it because this should. I I confronted him yesterday. I go, why did this happen? You're... to me, I was frustrated <laughs> with 38 you. Year old go, male. You're a 38-year-old man. I you're a 38-year-old man who has an anxiety disorder. Have a plan. Because Dan Reichert was in here talking yes. about the same thing. He has an emergency Xanax in his wallet. Went yeah. for this. Where's your emergency? Where is your... If Where, you're a man where's your that, toolbox?
3: You yeah. need yeah. tools yeah. in your toolbox. If you're
1: a man who has this thing and like it, it, it operates in the world, and I know there were totally so many circumstances that led to this happening. You were running through the street prior to it. I was like mad at you about the tickets. You had an eye, you were in the middle of a thing. You were sitting next to a very big woman on the other side of you, yeah. and then tiny little me. On the- <laughs> yeah. I think you got extra space because I'm so
3: little on
1: the other side. Oh my God. <laughs> Anya's going to play for us right now. I'm very excited I about it. I, she did this song for me in her living room a couple weeks ago, and I loved it. And you're going to love it too, Anya. Do you want to set it up?
3: Oh. Um- I would love to. This is just a song that I did not write that I've always liked since I was a kid. And, uh, yeah, that's it, I guess. Great. I'd like to play it for you. No one to talk with all by myself. No one to walk with, but I'm. On the show, ain't misbehaving, saving all my love for you. I know for certain you're the one I love. I'm through with flirting, it's you that I'm dreaming of. Ain't misbehaving, saving all my like jack horner in the corner saving That's Hank Williams. Uh, it was recorded by Hank Williams, but written, written by, by Fats Waller, Harry wow. Brooks, and Admu Raza.
1: That was Anya Marina and Andrew Collin in studio with me and Tom. And this next clip is of Tom and me and Mo Mandel talking about um how one time I... Uh, took it upon myself to I realized I was we we're talking about types on the show like yes. what kind of type you're into and I realized I oh have yeah. a type
2: because this was Andrew and, uh, was in the studio also Andrew Collins yes here.
1: Andrew was there too and um I realized that my type I had a specific type I would go for a guy that looks a certain way and my mom caught hold of that without even I didn't even notice that my mom knew my type but she did and um she kind of uh Sent my relationship for a derailment a couple years ago. Uh, because well, you'll hear the story here. Listen now. That's what, um, my ex boyfriend and I used to do as pranks. He would like sign me up for like Shaggy's newsletter, and it would just be like a fun way to flirt. That's fun. And then one time he signed me up for J date as a joke because my mom told him that all I my mom got drunk at a, the first family thing that I ever brought my ex boyfriend to um, was my sister's wedding. My mom got drunk and told him. When I was in the bathroom, she goes, "Nikki only dates comedians and Jews." Like that's she told him. <laughs> and that. Jews. we're not we're not Jewish. My mom's like anti-Semitic for some reason when she gets wasted. No, I remember
0: hearing your aunt on here last time I was on the show, and she definitely didn't sound like a Jew.
1: It was, no, they're not. We're not Jewish people. You sound like are. Jew, friend, Jew friendly like, people. I don't even know why she knew that or that. She just knew that I dated Jewish men. I I mean, maybe I had said that like, because I do, I was attracted to Jewish men like over and over and over and I was like, I should go where the Jewish men are. I signed up for J-Date years prior to this uh, because I, I was like, Oh, that's where they all are, and they don't <laughs> mind if you're a Shiksa. Shiksa, I can't even say it. <laughs> Shiksa.
0: They don't. Oh, they, mind. they don't mind at all. No. <laughs>
1: no, you can sign up for J date and not be Jewish. They're they're not gonna. Dude,
0: you're telling me I do a whole bit about this. How really? if you get on J date? It's like nothing but like black and Asian chicks challenging these Jewish bitches on their home court. Like yeah, it's
1: true. I, I have <laughs> uh, It's I'm very one of those weird. Girls. I Your last I tried name's
5: it. Glazer too. You'd be fine. No one would think yeah, you're Christian. And,
1: um, yeah, thank you. And so I signed up for this <laughs> few years ago, and I literally only gave J-Date my email just to get in. You know, this was back in 2008, like, before apps. When, when we were all being so
2: loosey-goosey with our emails. We were, yeah, We were so yeah. optimistic.
1: Well, you know, I was just kind of like, you know when you're scared of dating apps or, or, or dating sites and you just give them your email just to get in to yeah. just to see what it's like? I did that with You know, Match. that kind of thing. I did that with exactly. Match when I was,
2: like, real young, yeah.
1: You didn't make a profile. Right. You didn't really sign up for Zeus.
0: What it I'm currently on TrumpSingles.com. Sure. Uh-huh. That's a real site. I'm sure real it is. And I, and I did it because I thought I would be get some good material, and, and I made a profile of a character named Booth Winslow <laughs> on Trump Singles. God,
1: that guy sounds rich. Oh,
0: Booth is great. And I,
2: and I put like this big fat dude on there. Uh-huh.
1: get matches all the yeah,
0: time. How's he doing? Oh
1: Winslow.
2: He's doing very well. I have a feeling there's a lot of robots on uh It's got it to. It to be. It Where's your location? They're like its voters. Like Alabama. Yeah, yeah Alabama. He's yeah. doing better than I did on like, Bumble. Yeah, when I was. yeah, you just take on the character.
0: <laughs> what if I have to become Booth?
5: Yeah, so, you are Booth.
0: That's a
1: great name. You
2: catfish the other way where it's this like, weird right. big fan.
5: I'm really a Jewish but- liberal.
1: I signed up for J-Date in 2008, just thinking, like, let me just see what it's like. I didn't make a profile, but I gave them my email, right? Cut to, I'm dating a guy in uh, 2013, okay? So many a year later, five years later, and my mom tells him that I only date Jews and comedians. He's neither of them. He was kind of offended, Yeah, I gotta be honest. He was kind of like, what he, he? I go. Are you upset about this? And he's like, well, kind of. I mean, like, what if your My mom told you I only date Asian women. Like it sounds like
0: the beginning. It sounds like that scene in Get Out when he realizes she's always bringing home black guys. Yeah. He's like, oh.
1: I haven't seen that movie yet. I'm ashamed that I have. <gasps> that's, home, but that's so good. I know it's it's not. It's it, it is unacceptable. <laughs> I know it is. That was my favorite um, movie that year. I mean, I but there's this
0: part where he's like the first black guy she's ever brought home. This oh, white woman. Yes. And then at one point, he's going through her drawer and he finds all the pictures of her exports and they're all black. Yes. Oh. And that's that weird thing where someone realizes, like, oh, I'm your fetish. Yes. Right. And then it turns out there's darker uh, things going on. But it's that same thing of her. So you brought home a Jewish guy. No, then, he's not Jewish. Oh, I thought it was the other way. I'm sorry. I thought it was like he was Jewish. and Your mom right. was right. Like, they're all Jews. No,
1: he's neither. So okay. he felt like okay, the thing Nikki's into, I'm not those like, things, and that feels right. weird to me. Like, and I look back at all his ex girlfriends, and they all look not the way I look. Like they're not. He doesn't. He's never dated a blonde before. So I was feeling some of those things too. But he had it like in, in writing from my mom, basically, of like. She, you're not her type, but the thing is, he is my type because I like the way Jewish men look. I like a, uh, a, I like a Jewish looking man. Mm-hmm. Whatever you wanna say, what that means. But I like that, <laughs> and that's why I like Jewish men, and they're funny, and they run Hollywood, and all those things. <laughs> but um, no, I like the way a Jewish <laughs> man looks, and, and my ex boyfriend or this guy that my mom told us to, he looked. Jew- That's why I liked him. Is he looked those things? He just is not Jewish, but he looked. I go. That's why I like you. So I he told looked him- like
0: he would have known his way around a bagel.
5: Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> no, he looks like he just like um, is. I, I what what is it? Just dark and wavy haired. Yeah. Dark. He's dark, dark and handsome,
2: handsome. yeah.
0: Looks dark like-
1: and handsome—that's what I like. I, I whatever like, kind of Jewish like those, guy that is. Du- you like
0: those swarthy Jews.
1: And he's funny, so yeah. he was like ma- very Jewish to me. So, long story short, he gets really, um, he, 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 not really upset, but he's kind. Of, he, he gets over it. He's just like, eh, it wasn't a great moment. I'm like, sorry, my mom got wasted and said that. He goes, How would you feel if I said that? Like, I was only. Da- my mom told you I only dated Asian women. I'd be like. Yeah, that kind of sucks, but I'd also be like, I don't look Asian, but you look Jewish, so, like, this is... Anyway, so he, we're both signing each other up for funny accounts, right? Shaggy's newsletter, Willie Nelson's newsletter, like, just things, because we're both working together and we're flirting via this, like, signing each other up for funny accounts. So he signs me up for J-Date as, like, an homage to, like, this past weekend we got in a little squabble right, about right. that, but it's all under the bridge. I'll sign up for J-Date, she'll get this email, that'll be funny. Email is already registered. Oh!
5: Uh, <laughs> yeah, a week ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: you okay. I mean, couldn't believe it because <laughs> a I've a picture
2: been like, of the two of you together as your profile. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It wow, that's, was.
2: That's, that's fucking.
0: And he
1: goes, "What is this?" Yeah. And I was like, "It was five years ago. I did. I gave them my email. I didn't make a profile. I just wanted to see what was point. up in there." And it really, it wasn't a low point. <laughs> no, I remember no. my friends being like, "Go on J date and like kind of being there with me, encouraging me to do it." So it wasn't like something I was like.
0: So to convince him that this was not really a fetish, like the next day he came in, you were like, "Happened to be reading mind Kampf. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not into Jews. How much clearer can <laughs> no, I be? It was. It was not. It was. Not, I, I got busted. Yeah! Next up on the podcast, we have Nicole Polizzi she's also known as Snooky, and Nico Tortorella. They are there uh, promoting a show about tattoos that is going to be on MTV that actually sounds really great. It's two friends design tattoos for each other, and then they blindfold themselves and get these tattoos put on their body, and then there's a big reveal at the end. I can't wait for it to come out. It's October 11th. Anyway, we talked to Nico, though. Um, uh, Nico is gender non-binary, so um, they go by the pronoun they instead of he or she, and I got into it with him about that. and I got into it. That sounds like we fought about <laughs> and it. And with them. <laughs>
2: It's so With it's them. so tricky. I was telling Noah earlier. It, it's I want to be an ally With and I want to say things right. Yes. It feels like you're rubbing the top of your head and patting your stomach at the same time when I'm trying yep. to say the the pronouns you, right.
1: You really get nervous when I, I was nervous, and that's why I called it out immediately to be like, I don't understand what to call you. Tell me, <laughs> and how did you arrive at this? Yeah, you got. I angry. Like wanted to get ahead yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did. We really got into it. He said, and "How um, dare you
2: challenge the things that I've believed?"
1: Yes. Well, Nico was really funny about it, too. You'll yes. hear that uh, he kind of gave me, or they kind of gave me some shit, and, um, and I deserved it. And uh, it was a fun conversation. I can't wait for you to hear it. Here it is. You are gender uh, binary. Is that how you identify? Non-binary.
4: Non-binary. Oh. non-binary. That's, what, non-binary.
1: non-binary. That's what I'm sorry. Non-binary. I'm really, I'm hey, fucking up you everything. You gender binary. <laughs> <and> your headphones. <laughs> the headphones. He's throwing <laughs> ears <headphones. laughs> <You> started smoking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Of it's course okay, I girl. meant it's okay. gender non-binary. Non-binary. I,
4: non-binary. I, yes.
1: I have uh, met someone else who identified identifies as this, and I get um, nerve. I think that's why I fucked up your name. It's I get nervous okay. about the pronouns it's that I'm okay. supposed to use. And and I just, uh, because I want to do it right, and I respect it, and I, um, but I want to I, I talk to you about, we'll talk about the show for sure, but I quickly just want to, um, so you are, I, I, I call you uh, they.
4: They, That's what you prefer. You call me Nico. <laughs> I call yeah. me and I call Nico you Nico. Tortorella I is my I'm just like, Well, <laughs> first no, no, no. I don't Nicole. call you that. We all know I don't call you that. Nico yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And oh. I I I have pretty recently within the last few months uh, started yes. using they them pronouns. That being yes. said, all pronouns are welcome. Um I don't wow. I don't get mad. I I love a she her moment. Love a they them. Um but you know it depends on the person and the level of intention and education they have on queer politics and gender theory. You know like I I'm I'm here for it all but I'm here to educate if somebody's interested, you know?
1: That's and I am interested. So t- talk to me about um how you arrived at this uh, self-identifying? Um, you said it was a couple months ago or recently? Well, that you... I mean,
4: I've been on this journey through the world of sexuality and gender for the last, like, three-plus years. I had a podcast for a few years called The Love Bomb, which I um, I really loved. I was, I was just talking to different people in the community about identity and expression, and you can't really have the sexuality conversation without getting into gender identity, and the second I started to deconstruct The construct of gender and understand that there is an entire universe between male and female. I mean specifically like biologically one in 2000 babies are born intersex, which is the same number as redheads and nobody talks about it, you know, wow. and so if 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 gender for me like isn't exactly what what we were taught it is then sexuality kind of becomes something totally different. So for me. This is a reach for a second. For me, non-binary identity is actually way past even the man and woman of the world. It's about this binary and this divide that exists everywhere in the universe, whether it's good and evil, black and white, you know, Republican, Democrat. It's about recognizing the gray areas that exist in everything. And I just came out with a book of poetry that kind of like celebrates this collapsing of binaries and divisions. It's called All of It Is You. And that's really what... What non-binary identity is for me? It's 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 all of it. It's it's the ability to like to identify with anyone and everything because at the I, end of the day we're all human, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Amen. I I I get that, and I I hear that, and that that is a great explanation, and I appreciate it, and I want to know now what is your so that's your gender, and what is your sexuality?
4: Um, I, you know, I used different- that also. No, no, I mean, it's all pretty fluid, you know, like yeah. I I really identify with the term bisexual. I I identify with the term pansexual. I think that like in the fields of social justice, we have the tendency of like getting really hung up on the language of a movement rather than like the cause and effect. For sure. Yeah. And um, so it depends on who I'm talking to. I'll use different words, you know, but like it's all pretty fluid. Yeah. <laughs> We're all made of water at the end of the day, you know. <laughs>
1: I um yeah. I was talking yeah. about this yesterday on a podcast. I'm like cuz I I really have come around to realizing like I I can't I shouldn't identify as straight or gay or or bi or I I don't. Because I can literally be attracted to anyone. Mm. I think m- the bottom line for me is that you just have to be into me enough and desire me enough, <laughs> uh, and that's what I'm attracted to. It's about to. you. It's about
3: you. I yeah,
1: you know, like, if, if anyone comes at me with the kind of, like, I want you and I and I desire you, Listen, I will enter. I could be convinced. <laughs> that's dangerous. That's
2: <laughs> dangerous. There's a lot of teen boys who yeah. are hitting you
1: up. <laughs> oh, God. Well,
2: I guess i into a 12 year old That's too bad.
1: Okay. Back. Well, there's certain <laughs> sanctions that I will put on this rule. <laughs> no, um, but- I-, I really appreciate you talking openly about it. Ian Fidance, who you're looking right there, the bespeckled man, he is also uh, uh, identifies as a bisexual man. I and I, right, I'm, uh, I'm, what I love later? him for <laughs> it. Uh, Mm. And Ian was the first guy I had ever met who was talking about it openly on stage mm-hmm. and I was just and and the first time I worked with Ian he talks about it in a 5 minute set which is, is a, a short amount of time to to drop that on a crowd mm. like uh to be like I'm a bisexual man and I saw the people that came up to him after the show, and the men that came up to him and were like, "Dude, me too." Like, uh-huh. but but Ian <laughs> joked that they were like, "I, I relate to every one everything you said, and if you tell anyone, I'll kill you." Like, yeah, there yeah, was yeah, always yeah, that yeah. Yeah. And yeah. after it. Yeah. He, but I loved that you that, that I loved that he was able to come out and say it because I think that so many men are bisexual, so many yes. women are, Yo, but I've it's so popular so for one. women to be bisexual. It's not popular, but it's, well, it's so much more the normalized. The
4: body is fetishized, and right. the male body yes. is not. Yeah
1: so Nico I, I love that you are this um presenting to me as just like this hot dude right. who is I mean
4: what totally right, right, like right, right. so
1: <laughs> like <laughs> if looking at you I'm like oh that's a hot straight dude that I wanna yeah. <laughs> that I would want to be desired yeah, by Because you know when,
4: when I talk about it, sometimes people push back and I don't know if they're being like Homophobic mm. or enophobic, yeah. where they're like, "I'm imagining you with another guy that's right. grossing yeah. me out." And if I could talk through your gorgeous face, mm. I think that'd yeah. be much better. I think people yeah, would be that like, might I'm help you bored. out. Ian.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, don't I think, think people it's like so Drunk Richard cause...
4: Dreyfuss talking about being bisexual. <laughs> 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 Get out of here. <laughs>
1: I can talk about that. Yeah, this for I hours, just, but. I know. Okay. I, and, I, And we, I, it, I think it's important too, but I just, I really appreciate you um, so. talking about it because I think that people, there's so many like young kids and even adults that don't even know what they are yet or don't know how to identify or are, are so ashamed of the fact that they may have blown someone in sixth grade and they oh. still think about it when they jerk off, but they're married to a woman and yes. they're like, oh my I God, I hate yes. myself for it. And <laughs> it's like, you about know about what? It. Yeah. Guess what? That's okay. <laughs> yeah. You were into blowing a guy. That doesn't make you evil, and it doesn't yeah. make you that not into your wife. Like, it doesn't mean anything. It, it just it, is what it is, and like, the it's cigar okay. Put down,
4: bro, and go put another dick in your mouth. Go uh, find
1: another dick and yeah. be okay with it. Suck in, that and... dick
4: till you love your wife. Yeah. Do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My point is, is that you don't have this, like, uh... uh Finite amount of love to dole out. Like if you're attracted to women and men, it's not like you're less attracted to women than a full straight guy who's like, Mm. I'm only into women. It's like you can be into both and I could be with a guy who is
4: sorry. The whole idea of non-binary is is that it's not both. There's like way more than two. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I'm ju- I just had to correct that no. in, in the oh, sentence. No. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No, okay. I didn't mean to
1: say... You're right. You're right. There's way more than two. There's like... the I- I'm not e- just scratching the surface, and I'm ignorant AF about all of this, okay. by the way. So that's I don't okay. mean to spout off I like that's I know great. anything. It's
4: good to be ignorant and have that talk because yeah. ignorance doesn't mean a place of bigotry. It just means a place of not knowing. Of, yeah, and, and the only and way to know is to talk and... And education mistakes. and communication, yeah. yeah. For sure. And
1: in educating myself, I'm realizing like I... I don't identify now as totally straight and I don't and I don't care if a guy that I'm with doesn't identify as totally straight. Mm-hmm. I don't take it offensively yeah. if he's turned on by men at times. I don't go like, well then he's definitely not into my pussy. It's like, no, he can be into <laughs> both or other things. Like I just don't I think take it personally and I don't think anyone should. That's actually
4: really important for cis women to be talking about too, because I think a lot of the stigma around male bisexuality is that like women think it's really gross. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for
2: sure. Yeah, yeah. and I that's think that's a whole that storyline on Insecure. Yeah, that's like a big yeah. part of it.
1: Like, yeah.
4: yeah, it doesn't. Show, it yeah. Check out. It's great.
1: I always think about. And I, I'm. I want to get to your show, but the last thing I'll say. And uh, someone was talking about polyamory and how, um, you know, why would you let your boyfriend date other women or have other relationships? And it's like when a woman has two children, when a woman has one child, and then is like, I'm pregnant with my second. People don't go. Oh my God! You're gonna love your first child oh less. Oh my God! That is
4: so genius, Nikki. It's isn't oh, that, that such genius?
1: A point. Yeah. No one is ever accused of mom of uh, of loving two because she has two or three kids less than she would just one. She spreads it out. Yeah. And every child can be equal. Yeah, sure. She has her favorites on certain days, but you don't. <laughs> no one ever goes. I could never let. M- I, if my mom if, when she got pregnant with my little sister, I wasn't like, my mom's cheating on me. Like, <laughs> it, 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 you know what I mean? I kind of feel this like that.
4: your material? Uh, Did you pick this no, up somewhere? I read, read it somewhere. somewhere. Okay. I read it somewhere, <laughs> yes. and I want—I
1: would love to give credit to who I read it from, but I—I I forget where I picked it up. But it was—it kind of broke through all of yeah. the, the—the the clutter for me of being like, of course that's it. I'm so I a, wanted to say that I'm in a yeah.
4: polyamorous marriage, and I am absolutely going to start using that because that I'm is Oh, I'm
1: so genius. glad. Well, now so it let's makes get sense to, your to me because I'm obviously I'm married to my husband, but you know, yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm not dating other people, and I always like. I always wondered, like, how how does Bethany feel about that, or how do you feel about Bethany being with someone else? Bethany's and now my, it totally makes partner. sense because yeah. yeah. I love my kids. Yeah, I get it.
4: It's so yeah. easy I get to Wrap it. your head around. So it like that. yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. as
1: hard as I thought it was. Yeah, that is the podcast for today. Thank you so much to Tom Takar and Ian Finance for joining me on the pod. Uh, as us. always, you can mm. yeah oh always guys. I'm in uh, LA, and I wish I was there in the room with you. Um, me too. Do you guys know that Terry Gross does like all of her interviews like via remote? No. Like I always, gr- I grew up listening to Did her thinking that. that she was always in the same room it as everyone. Like it sounds in the so room. intimate. Yeah, they are rarely in the same room. As someone wow. told me that sometimes they are, but I think it is almost never. Huh? Um, well, I think that's how she like. likes to do her interviews. But she's one of the best, and she's not there. So Damn. maybe I could be the best someday at this because I'm not there with you guys. <laughs> that's what that's taught me, yeah, or something queen. like that. Um... I uh, I close out the show every uh, podcast with uh, revealing a secret. Sometimes they're worthless. Sometimes they're really good. My secret today is um, I had an abnormal genetic testing, um, and I got some weird results back that I have a mutation in a certain gene, and I'm not going to reveal which one that is because I don't want anyone DMing me being like you're going to die or you're not going right. to die. I just I would like to know. I would like it to be up in the air like like life is anyway, but um. My secret of that is not that I have that. it's that I secretly kind of want it to be. do you ever have a thing where you're like, oh, I kind of want it to be a thing?
2: Huh. Like uh... I know when you, when
1: you get results, you're like, oh, I don't want to be sick, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I kind of want a thing. There's a I would say there's 20% of me that wants it to be a thing and that is my secret is that I'm revealing that I want it to be. A problem. Well, and I, I know that sounds crazy. I one
2: hundred percent don't want it to be a thing. So, but it
1: doesn't matter what we, either of us want. I know. I'm it's, just, it's just saying, gonna it's going to happen the way I want. It, it I does. Think but I think I appreciate that.
2: Um, yeah, that's yeah. true. Ian's neutral on it. You go either way. Yeah. <laughs> Great, thank
1: you, Ian. <laughs> I wondered
2: if it's the gene. It is. Is if it's the Levi. It's Gene Simmons. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, maybe um, we'll just have to it's just guess. Just a gene with a long tongue. <laughs> the thing
1: is, she. She, it's like a double helix, but yeah, it's like (laughs) screaming with paint on his face. Um... She, the doctor was like, "Don't Google it because it's gonna scare you." So I didn't Whoa. really Google it. Um, and she's like, "It's not that big of a deal, but don't Google it." So I'm like, "Is it or isn't?" I'm kind of hoping, th- which is the best case scenario because if it were a big deal, it would be like rush in here now. So I right. know it's not that yeah. big of yeah. a deal, but it also could be a thing. I don't know. I'm just I, I googled it a very a little bit, just skimmed the surface, and it seems like I'm gonna be okay. But it does make me feel kind of special to have. Oh, um, no to get something, I don't know why I like it. That's my secret is that I kind of like when things are fucked up in my life. Okay, yeah. that's my secret. Do you guys have one?
2: Uh, I cannot. I can it's okay to if you that. don't. Mine I lost was good my enough. glasses last night. That's not a secret, but I'm, I've been panicking all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call me when you're going to die, Tom. I'm very <laughs> upset. <laughs> I'm sorry
1: you lost your glasses. That does suck. It <laughs> sucks. Where'd you loo- How'd you I have lose them? It, you know what it is? I
2: thought we were going And then we you're blind because you can't find them. I know. I thought we were going dancing last night, so I didn't want to have a backpack. So I just wore my hoodie and, like, put uh, too much stuff in it. I overloaded it. Ugh. I've called every place I went. I think I just lost them on the street and I'm very mad at myself I you know when um, you lose something and you're just like I'm an idiot I'm so dumb yeah. yeah I
1: lost an entire box of jewelry last week and I lost a Gucci watch that Comedy Central gifted me for doing the roast of Bruce Willis and it was like a really it was the nicest watch piece of so jewelry I've probably ever had and I left it at Good Morning America and One thing it was
2: not retrieved that is nice for I think I'm sure for you and also right now for me that I'm like I, I had a moment where I was like upset and then I let it go within about two minutes because i was like you know what this is replaceable i can d- yes it, it's a hundred bucks that i basically just lost for no reason but that in the scope of my life is not going to matter you know
1: um i agree uh i'm glad you got there quicker than
2: i've been good about that would lately. normally happen a year yeah, ago i would have been devastated for more than a day for sure
1: um, I'm that is that is so true. You would have, and and I feel like I would too. Like I, that's a, a thing that's changed in my life is like just accepting when shitty things happen and be like, okay, where from yeah, here? I'm not, not I didn't, I'm not dead,
2: and not ruining the night because I don't like weighing on other people like that either. Where I'm like, oh great. Now Tom's in a mood. Like I don't want to be. Yep, I don't want people yep. to do that. So I love that. That's yeah.
1: really a big. That's a huge moment of growth because it's so easy to go down that spiral when you lose something that's expensive. That yeah. You're like, oh, I, I, didn't need to do that. It would yeah, have been so easy not like to do that. Yeah. then you're like doubling
2: the night of. You're doubling how bad it is. Not only did a bad thing happen to you. Yeah. And then you you're do all also that math in your head. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I not only wasted money, I wasted a night of my life. Mm-hmm. Being upset. Yep, it is
1: better to yeah. just move on. That is a gr- that's great advice. I love that secret. It wasn't even a secret, but it led us <laughs> to something good. I'm glad you shared. Thank you for being with us today, everyone yeah. listening. Get your friends involved. Rate Subscribe, and rate and review. Get a serious subscription and and follow us on all the platforms. Tom, tell them about those.
2: So I'm at Tom T-O-M-T-H-A-K-K-A-R Follow at you up S X M. Ian at IAnimal on Instagram. And uh, at Nikki Glaser, of course. Yeah, get
1: it. Get it at it. Get it in, uh, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll be here next week. Every Friday the podcast comes out, but listen to us every day on SiriusXM, 7 to 9 Pacific, 10 to 12 Eastern, Channel 95. All right, guys, see you next week. Squirt, squirt.
4: This has been a Comedy Central podcast.